I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is that you happen to be listening. It doesn't really matter because I appreciate that you have chosen to join me regardless. Now let's talk about planning because a huge part of trying to lead a much more healthier lifestyle will include having to be more organized, not only with your workouts, but with your food as well, the nutrition side of things. And this is where we can get it wrong you know, not being prepared for those times when we may find ourselves in a situation where we are unable to get access to the foods that we want. You know, how much success we will have when it comes to staying on track with doing what we said we were going to do with our nutrition plans is pretty much down to how much effort we make when it comes to planning, if we make any effort at all. Planning your meals and snacks will help keep you organised, especially if you have this tendency to frequently screw up your eating habits, get mad about it, and then promise yourself that you'll do better tomorrow. But when tomorrow comes, you find yourself doing the same thing over again. Planning will put an end to all of that. Planning also gives you a chance to really think about the choice of foods that are going onto your plate. You know, you actually get to see whether or not you're balancing your plate correctly by including all three macronutrients. And to get this part right, it all starts with the shopping list that you create for yourself. I mean, I know that before I used to start taking a shopping list to the supermarket with me, I would just pick up everything that looked appealing to me or things that I like the taste of. But then when I got home and looked at what I'd purchased, I just made things way harder for myself to try and put together a balanced meal. When I looked at what I'd purchased, nothing went with anything. It's better to have a few meals in mind for the week ahead and only buy the things that are needed to make those meals. And don't worry, you won't have to do this forever. You know, once you become familiar with how to create a balanced plate at mealtimes, you'll know instantly the kinds of foods that you need to be loading up into your shopping cart. Food prepping is a great idea. Prep your meals so that no mishaps can take place. You know, you don't have to prep for an entire week if you don't want to or you aren't able to. Make the time that you dedicate to meal prepping work for you and not against you. You know, this way you'll be much more likely to stick to it on a regular basis. You know, if you can only dedicate two hours once a week, then do that. You know, when I cast my mind back to when my schedule was completely different to what it is today, every Sunday I used to set aside anything between three and four hours to prep my meals for the week ahead. And I chose Sunday because it was a day when I had more time to give to that kind of thing. 
you know, and yeah, being in the kitchen for that length of time, you know, it was hard work. But when the week comes, you know, and I'd finish work, I would get home, quickly get changed in some workout gear and make my way to the kickboxing session or track athletics, something like that. When I used to get back home and have a shower, all I had to worry about was putting the food onto a plate and warming it up. That was it. I didn't have to worry about standing over a cooker, getting pots and pans out, having to wash dishes up, none of that. And it gave me more time as well during the week, which is a good thing because yes, all that I'm spending three, four hours on a Sunday doing this meal prep, but it just gave me that extra bit of time during the week when I needed that extra time, you know, especially with working and training and seeing my parents and things like that, making sure that they were okay. You know, that worked for me. So now let's look at being prepared when you are not at home. This is just to give you a few ideas on how I do things and how it works for me. Let's look at, for example, like when I'm out driving. When I'm out driving, I like to make sure that I have something stashed away in my glove compartment of the car. And usually it will be something like unsalted almonds, unsalted cashew nuts, or maybe even some rice cakes with dark chocolate on top. All three of those things will come to the rescue when I start getting hungry. The last thing I want to do is find myself in a position where I am driving and I have allowed myself to get so hungry that now I'm willing to eat anything just to get rid of that hunger. Wrong food choices are going to be made. This is something that has happened to me many times over in the past. And that's why I put things in place where I have something in my glove compartment. I was just fed up of finding myself in that position, being unorganized, and then just running out and getting anything to eat just to stop that hunger or to stop myself from getting into a bad mood because I'm hungry. Even if you're not driving, but you find yourself away from home longer than you'd expected, the same rule applies. You know, take something with you. You know, you might find yourself in a situation where you're out somewhere And there is nowhere for you to go to buy something reasonably decent to eat. Then what are you going to do? Restaurants. When I didn't have the skill that I have today, when it comes to keeping the habit of choosing, you know, relatively healthy foods when I go out, I used to look at the menu online in advance. I just wanted to increase my chances of being able to make better food choices I mean, there's nothing worse than going out to eat with a group of people. You know, everyone else was chosen from the menu and I'm still deciding. And then all of a sudden I feel this kind of pressure on me. And not necessarily because anyone is pressuring me to make a decision. You know, I'm putting pressure on myself now because I feel angry as well on top of that because I was not organised. And what used to happen... You know, I used to just pick something off the menu just for the sake of picking something off the menu so that I'm not holding the table up. And nine times out of 10, the thing that I chose from the menu wasn't what I wanted. Now, you know, I'm I'm a lot more skilled in knowing what to eat. So um, it doesn't take me as long to choose something from the menu. And it'll be like that for you too, if that's something that you struggle with. Social events. Now, if I know I'm going to attend a social event where I know there will be unhealthy foods or I cannot guarantee that there will be any healthier options. Before leaving my home, I will eat something. 
then I won't have to worry about becoming overly hungry. It might sound a bit extreme, but if something really is that important to you, you will find a way to prevent yourself from falling off track. Going to a friend's house, I will usually take snacks with me. I have friends of all different kinds of backgrounds. Many of them come from a culture where it's seen as rude if guests come to your home and you do not offer them food to eat. And worse still, they can feel offended if you refuse the food that they're offering you. So how do I get around this? I usually tell people well in advance that I've made some huge changes to the way that I eat and I don't really want you to put yourself through a lot of trouble trying to guess what I might like to eat or going out of your way to buy specific foods especially for me although I I totally appreciate it but what would mean more to me is that I would much rather I bring some snacks to your home that I know that I'm going to enjoy eating maybe you might even enjoy eating them too or I'll make sure that I have something to eat before I come out and then we use that time that you would have spent in the kitchen or stressing yourself out, trying to figure out what to give me to eat, we use that time to sit down, relax and have a great conversation. That would mean more to me than seeing you get yourself stressed out and worked up, trying to get it right for me or feeling offended because I've refused something that you've offered me being in your company and being able to relax with you and have a conversation means a lot more to me than the food side of things. And that usually seems to work. It makes them see it differently. They feel less offended by it. I may have done them a favour, in fact, and saved them from getting stressed out. So you see, being organised is really going to help you in the long run especially if you the change in your nutrition habits are based around wanting to feel a lot more healthier from the inside, which is the case for me. You know, it might be different for you. It might be different for someone else. Perhaps you want to drop a few pounds or just maintain the weight that you currently have. Either way, whatever goal you have, whatever reason you have for changing the way that you eat, planning is essential. You need to know what you are going to do if you were to find yourself in any of these situations that I mentioned, you know, because if there's no plans and you're not organized, you know, all you're doing really is just increasing your chances of making bad food choices. And then you're only going to be angry with yourself about it. So thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.